what's happening everybody all right so i was thinking the other day just briefly about um the trajectory of some things in the market y'all know what i'm talking about in the market when i say stocks now a lot of us black people don't really know anything about stocks and let's just be clear I was kind of one of those people leery you know I'm not putting my money in there you know I was always I ain't doing that I like to see my money in my bank account I like to watch my money grow I like my you know I always had the the this about my money that about my money it was always something about my money and then I realized that I wasn't as financially astute as I should have been. Come on in. Let's talk about stocks and investment and getting our black wealth where it needs to be. See you on the other side. What's up, guys? Welcome back to an episode of Synergy, a place to return negative outcomes into positive energy. And I think I did say outcomes or outcomes or whatever the case may be. Anyway, all right, guys. So forgive me if I took a little break and pause in the middle of this podcast on the night. I have some sinus issues. And no, it ain't the Rona. I've already got tested. And I am negative. Who to who? So, but, and I'm not vaccinated. So I know maybe y'all heard all those videos, all those those shenanigans about me on the fence of vaccination but I'll throw that in for free I'm not vaccinated number one because every time I take some medicine or something I find out I'm allergic to it and it sends me into shock and I have to go to the ER they have to flush my system and then they have to put me in a heart monitor all of this crazy stuff and then have to go through the process of Monitoring blood pressure and sugar and all of this stuff. Nobody wants to do that. Okay? So, I'm extra careful. Wash my hands after going and coming or whatever the case may be. But anyway, so, in this episode, let's talk about investment. Now, I remember I listened to MJ, um, who is a financier, as well as... um, he sells life insurance, and I'm out walking, so hopefully it doesn't pick up everything over out on my noise cancellation headphones. But he's a financier, and MJ made a valuable point about how we go out and spend money on all these elaborate things and all these elaborate items, and we go and buy this and buy that, and you know, the Louis Vuitton, the Coach, and don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of Coach, but I'm a seasonal buyer. Not making excuses for me buying, but I'm a seasonal buyer. I buy coach seasonally, meaning if my bag or or the things that I have is has seasoned well in my life or has been lightly worn, I go to the coach store and I replace it with something a little up to date and a little refined and fresh. I may go in and you know may get me some cologne or or a couple dongles or doodads, whatever the case may be just to keep my stuff up to date. And um, so 
one of the things that I've learned through listening to MJ is that um, he had to grasp this concept himself. The concept is very simple and it made me go, hmm, that made sense. So in recent years, I was accustomed to a certain level of income. However, now that I've gotten older um, in life and things have changed economically for me, I am accustomed to, not accustomed, or I'm getting adjusted to um, receiving double-digit checks. And I'm not talking about, you know, like the regular $8, but I'm, I'm, you know, I've become, I'm getting kind of acclimated in and adjusted to receiving checks that are 10, 20, 30,000, you know, things like that. Um, however, by me receiving these checks, I have to change my mindset. And I have to go from spending to in major investing. And so MJ made mention to the fact of how we go and we buy all this stuff. We buy, um, we go and we buy um, shoes and, and name brand shoes and nice cars and all of this stuff. And we have all the update phones. And when it's time to check our portfolio, we're broke. There's nothing there. And uh, not only is there nothing there, he says that, you know, you can always tell the people who don't have money based upon what they have on, based upon, you know, the shoes, their clothes, and, and based upon, you know, their outfit, and based upon their car and all of this stuff. He said, you can always tell them because, you know, if they're always trying to look nice and they always got this and they always got trying to get the best of the best and trying to be like this, braggadocious, always public with, should I get this new device? Or should I get this new this and new this and then new, 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 new? Should I do this and shoot that? He said, those are the people who are broke. Broke people have things, but they have no assets. And he talked about how millionaires would come to his office and they would look broke. I mean, got a Honda Accord, Honda Civic that's 20 and 30 and 40 years old, just, just exaggerating on the 40 years old, but 20 and 30 years old, Honda Civic, these cars that are just, just outrightly just ugly. And so just the mere fact that people would have these particular cars and all of these things and, and, and all of a sudden now you come into office with driving a Honda Civic you know his thoughts were when these clients were coming he was like nah, I know they ain't got no money because I see what they drive and you know the appearance however appearance can be a mirage out of nowhere it is so amazing how people who we think have everything in think have the money are struggling when I say struggling these people are struggling let me tell you something when I got my first um when I got my first no I would say my yeah my first ten thousand dollar check I was like oh I'm finna buy this I'm finna buy this 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 and I was like mm. I sat down 
and I had to put my life on pause. And I was like, okay, you got 10 grand. You need this 10 grand to go until the next whatever, 10, 20, 30, 40, or 50 grand comes. So you need to chill. You need to chill. And so I just chilled. I sat on it. And luckily I did because at the same time we had a, we had a crisis that take place in our home. You know, during that time, our family lost our home and it was like, we had to get all of our belongings and still are getting our belongings out of the old home to put them into a secure place. So I had to, cars and electricity in the shop, got a bill of almost $3,400, $3,500. And I'm like, oh my God, that was fine. I had the money to, you know, had money in my savings to cover the electricity bill. And then I'm thinking like, we got to get our stuff out of this house. What am I going to do? So immediately... I go online and I'm just tapping keys, spending, you know, $1,000, spending over $1,000 a night at the hotel, just, you know, wasting money, bleeding money, so to speak. And I literally made up my mind. I was like, okay, let me just get a storage shed. So I get into get into the, the mechanic's truck and I'm driving all the way to Lake City and I go to the lot. I didn't even bother to go look at it. I was like, I want one. I need one. At this point, it doesn't matter what it looks like. And I was like, what color? Finally, I asked them after I put it down payment. I was like, oh, what color is it? Like a small green white. I was fine. Those are my colors. I can do gray and white. On a building, gray and white is fine. Just as long as I ain't have nothing real ugly and nothing dirty. Looking nothing, you know. But um, so then immediately when I came back, I sat down and I was like, okay, listen, I bought this shade. Payments are going to be two seventy eight eighty two a month. And I was like, okay, I got to be able to pay these payments. So now I got to stretch this 10 grand till my next 10 grand comes and then I can pay the shit off. All right. So what I did was in turn, I calculated the months and left myself kind of like a space in there because I ended up having to fix a house. Well, I started fixing the house and I was buying tools and buying this and I was like, oh God, I needed this and I needed that. And then it just, just became a whole taxing deal for me. However, after all of that, I went to, um, get me, um, I got, um, I end up going to, um, get some other stuff and, and take care of some things like that. And then I sat down one day with my finance year, my financial advisor, and she advised me, you know, she gave me 40 towards some shares of stock. And I already had some other shares of stock. And she was like, listen, you need to put some more money over here. And I was like, yeah, no. And I was sitting on it and sitting on it. Now, I came from, with stocks, I came from, you know, the place of, oh, that's my money. I'm not putting my money in stock. Mm-mm. I'm not doing all of this. It just had all kind of negative qualms about investing. Um, and I learned so much over the years about investing, um, cryptocurrency, and just investing in all together, just investing into uh shares of stocks and bonds and all of these different things and and yet beneficial so I became essentially the opposite of who I was before a skeptic you know I remember I invested into big lots I had some wild shares of stocks and big lives. I was so excited. They were so cheap. 
I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy me some socks from Big Lots. And I had just been in the store that day, and I was like, let me get me some socks. Bought stocks from Big Lots. And then all of a sudden, stocks that was like a dollar and something went up to $40 a share. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Then I played with Bitcoin. You know, you add a little dollar from Cash App or, you know, Robinhood, but I only did it from Cash App. So I played with Bitcoin a little bit just to see, you know, just to see where it was, where it's going to go. And so I played with Bitcoin. I entertained it. However, after me entertaining Bitcoin for a while, um, I got out of Bitcoin. Then I did Beyond Meat, Cabot Oil and Gas, McDonald's, um, and I did some others. Apple as well. And so, um, I'm just spending, investing in stocks. And I became one of them again. You know, at this point I was like, Mm-mm. I'm not, you know, I became a scary investor. Cause I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not putting the money in here cause the market is volatile. And then my stock advisor was like, you should do day trading. I was like, yeah, but I'm scared. I'm so scared. She said, yeah, you should do it. Um, Day trading is volatile. And you got to watch it. I was scared. I was petrified. And I didn't do day trading. But she'd always call me. She was like, oh, I made so much money in day trading. And I was like, okay, cool. You made good money. I wasn't jealous. I was still saying, okay, that's fine. That's your money. You play with it. I ain't playing with mine. So, recently, I told her, I was like, you need to invest into this stock here. Get you some of this. She's like, well, I'm not going to buy any more of that. I was like, yes, buy some more. And I told her, I was like, listen, I'm not selling my shares. I have 7 million shares right now. I'm going to get 14 more million. And, you know, I'll be fine. And after after getting all of the shares that I got, you know, I woke up over time. I would wake up in the morning and I would watch it. I wouldn't watch it. I was like, no, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to be crazy. I'm not going to be hunting money like this. You ain't going to have me all mass hysteric. And you ain't going to have me around here. You know, my whole mouth, you ain't going to have me around here chasing money like this. You ain't going to have me around here doing all this right here. You know. However, me with my me with my mouth chewed my own words because I found myself waking up here recently and I was like, dang, I've made some money. But here's the thing. Stocks is just like a bank account. You can put an order in, withdraw money, get your money, and wait till it processes. That's what you do with stocks. However, here's the catch. Here's the catch 22 with stocks. 
mature people see the increase in black. Okay, good. I'm going to let that sit right there. You know, making $100 a day. Okay, that's cool. But that's not what I'm looking for. And I learned that my mindset had to change when it comes to investing because it's okay to make $100 a day. That's fine. But when you're making two, three, four, five, six thousand dollars a day, you're getting somewhere. However, I'm waiting on a specific range before I make a partial withdrawal. Not a full withdrawal, but a partial withdrawal. Meaning I'm not going to take all my money. I'm just going to take a little piece of it. And that little piece of money I'm going to take is just a little smidgen. And I already, I told her, I said, listen, if it hits this, I'm going to take out all of this, but I'm going to leave this in there. I'm going to leave that in there. I'm going to reinvest this. So I'll have, you know, because I know once it hit a certain amount, oh, everybody going to be pulling money from left and right, which means that the shares are going to drop in price. And, and then people are going to be trying to reinvest again, which is understandable. It's, it's the market game. So I'm not a, I wouldn't say a expert in stocks. Um, however, I'm telling you that I'm good where I'm at. And we have to get stocks, guys. You know, you need a diversified portfolio. And you need a little bit of here and a little bit of there, but your safety is probably going to be in coin, coin-based stocks. Um, you may get some stuff on Forex, 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 whatever it's not Forex trading. Um, it may be okay, but let's just be honest. When you're dealing with coins, it's not the same as dealing with stocks itself. Stocks itself, let's just be clear. When you're dealing with stocks itself, you're dealing with um, dealing with consumer sales and all of this stuff. However, bonds is where people make money at, and you make money off of infrastructure. So when Congress votes for infrastructure, you know, deals and for road building and all of this stuff, which at this point, infrastructure stocks and and and, and bonds are pretty much kind of shaky because that deals with you know, workers in the environment, consumer buying and selling. So people aren't really buying like they once used to because there's a shortage of workers. Not only is there a shortage of workers, but there is a cost. Everything is so expensive. However, stocks is is where you need to be. And I think a lot of times we have to learn how to invest our money into stocks and bonds. Now, it's okay to start your own business. That's wonderful. Now, this is what I wanted to, to tell you guys when it comes to starting your business. Um, if you're using, like, different uh, portals to order stuff wholesale or get your stuff customized the way you want it, like, you could take things that are already made, which is called white labeling or private labeling, and you can get it customized the way you want to get it customized. And once you get it customized the way you want to get customized, once you do that, you can literally um, make it your own. 
But the thing is, is shipping and receiving is where it's going to be heading. It's going to be hard to get your products to you. It's going to be very difficult to get your products to you. And the reason why it's going to be so difficult to get your products to you is because there's a shortage of people. Because when you do shipping and receiving, let's just be clear. Wholesale is cheaper when you wholesale shop from outside of the United States. It's cheaper um, inside of the United States to go price gouging. Dig your eyeballs out because number one, they have to ex- they have to import just like you would have to import, and they have to pay VAT costs just like you would have to pay VAT costs, which is taxes, VAT taxes, which is port taxes, um, import export taxes. And so because they have to pay that, so and then they have to make sure that they get a little piece of the coin in the middle. You know, they're going to they're gonna make sure they get a little piece of the coin. All right. So what happens is, is that you cut out the middleman by going to the wholesalers yourself, getting your product or your brand or whatever the case may be, and you find it, get it done the way you want it done, get it chemically made and processed the way you want it made. Just like I did for the cologne, my fragrance line. I literally went to the companies themselves. I went to the people in France, and I didn't physically go to the board, but I sat down and I sent letters. I wrote email inquiries and all of these things, and I had detail. Um, some of these people, I went directly to their websites, and they didn't offer private labeling the way I wanted them to. They offer when you get something and they customize it the way they want to. But they're companies that I had to literally work with them. Why I work with the CEOs or the owners themselves and build a partnership and they create an account for me. And not only did they create an account for me, they, they worked with me. Um, so it wasn't an easy market to break into. Sometimes you have to sit and do some lead work. You have to go in and type and do all of these things. Because without that, you, you, you ain't got nothing. You know, you got to do the lead work. Um, nothing's going to be handed to you. Nothing's free. All right? So when you think it's going to be free, mm-mm. stop kidding yourself. It's not going to be free. Nothing is going to be free at all. You got to work for it. And so understanding that whatever you're trying to do business-wise, you've got to be able to invest. Invest into yourself and invest into your business. Today, I'm sitting there talking to my mom, and today I was like, you know, I was just on the phone, and, and I was on the phone with my godmother at the same time. Who, one of my godmothers, who is my one of, is my stock advisor? Funny thing is that I'm talking to her, and I was like, you know what, I just made $600 right here. Right here, $600 was made right here in my face. I was like, now, what? where do you get that at? How in the world you make $600 just sitting here talking on the phone at $600 just boom? It's all in investing. Everything you do requires you to trust the market that you're in. You trust it. Trust the market that you're in. Trust the market that you're trying to get into. Trust the market that you're trying to appeal to. Trust the market. Because the truth of the matter is, is that once you enter into a certain marketplace, a certain um, particular business um, that you, whatever you're trying to enter into, you got to understand clearly that it's a risk. And it's a risk that you have to be willing to take. And if you're not willing to take the risk, then that's one of the things that you, you're going to struggle with when it comes to business. But on that note, I want you guys to look at some stocks and 
try to find some wholesalers, Google wholesalers for whatever you're trying to do. You know, some of y'all ain't trying to create no mastermind product. You're trying to get something that's already made and just get it made the way you want to make it, get it customized the way you want to customize. You there's so much manipulation that can be done to chemicals, compounds, and all this. Listen, juices and all this stuff, that stuff is out there for you. Wholesale your juices, wholesale everything that you want. It's right there for you. You guys got to trust the process and trust and understand it. Listen, it's going to require sometimes you're going to make mistakes, you're going to fail. There's going to be some formulas that do not work. But at the end of the day, you got to know at least that you tried. And you got to keep trying. You can't just try one time and just say, I'm done because you messed up. You got to keep trying. Keep putting your good foot forward and pressing all the way through. All right? So I'm going to catch you guys later. And until next time, thanks for watching or listening to this episode of Synergy. The place we turn negative outcomes into positive energy. And this episode is all about, or this season is all about black wealth, black empowerment, black economics, getting your wealth up. And if I can help somebody else, it don't necessarily be black people. It can be anybody. So I just want you guys to make it. All right. Catch you later. Good night.